to advertise, email podcast at thisismechi.com. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Yeah, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill Magic. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Hey, sexies, welcome to this episode of Dineo on Sex and Stuff. Calendar check, Tuesday, time check, 3 p.m. South African time. Hey, sexies, bringing you something different today. I am at a Fetish Haven, the dungeon in Weinberg, and I'm here with my faves, actually. Um, my day ones, the original day ones, these are the people that shaped the person that I am today, the people that encouraged me to, well, I got a slap here and there when I was growing up for the big mouth, but they encouraged me to continue with my big mouth, and that's why I'm here today. The original day ones, before I even made friends, they've been praying for me, I've been praying for them for a long time now. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at the Fetish Haven for the first time experiencing this, like myself, I'm being divergenized, is Mama Bear and Papa Bear. Yes, go easy on them, especially my dad. You can tell from the facial expression. Go easy on my dad. Alrighty, let's get this started. Miss V is uh, the owner of Fetish Haven, and she was kind enough to uh, open up her doors and give us a tour of Fetish Haven and allow us to get uncomfortable together with the rents um, in experiencing the kinds of fetishes people have. Without discomfort, I feel we don't evolve. I've never experienced a space like this. I've heard about them. I don't think my dad's ever experienced it. I don't think my mom's ever experienced it. These are just assumptions they will tell me soon. Miss V. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome, Mom. <laughs> thank you so much. Miss V. Yes. You have been in the sex industry for 38 years. 38 years. Yes. How long have you been running Fetish Haven? Fetish Haven is celebrating its seventh birthday this month. Seven years. We survived COVID, we survived everything else, and next week we have our seventh birthday party, so which is going to be awesome. Brilliant. Without yes. further ado, I'm sure if you've also never experienced a fetish haven before or a sex dungeon before, you are sitting like those crazy cat videos on the internet, waiting, wanting. What happens in here? Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. Welcome. <laughs> so, Miss V, we are your guests and you can be our tour guide. I will from here onwards and allow you to take us through. Well, welcome into my little, this is our entertainment area. This okay. is where we so party at night when we have an event. Okay. Um, every Friday, every Saturday, we have a different kink party. Swingers party, BDSM, we have workshops where people can connect, where we teach people stuff. We have um, on the lifestyle and even how to, to be okay with what you like. So maybe you're a cross-dresser, a guy that likes to put on women's clothes. You feel that it's not okay. We teach you how to be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. And that why does everything have to be wrong? 
Yes. If yes. you like something and it's not hurting anybody, yeah. go for it. Different strokes for That's different That's it. You don't jobs. owe people yeah. any explanation. 100%. You need to be okay with it. 100%. And so this is what we do. We do the workshops. We do different parties. We do themed parties. You dress up. We have couples. Most of our people that come here are couples. Really? Yes. And it's also because they're trying to fix their relationships. Wow. You must know that, you know, with, with most relationships, things get boring, monotonous. Mm -hmm. You take each other for granted, you know, and most men, even women, they then start looking elsewhere, mm -hmm. you know. And this venue then caters for couples to come together and have fun together. Together. Because couples that do things together stay Stayed together. together. And that's what we're trying to teach people. Mm -hmm. So we have market days. We have a lot of different themes that happens all the time at Fetish Haven. And we have another section where we have like vanilla parties, like music events and that. Oh, really? And yes, and that's under the umbrella of the warehouse. Oh, okay. So it's like we, we, we do a lot here. But let me take you through to the room. Oh, you. sorry. No, <clears throat> my curiosity is that I want to find out the clientele base. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where, what type of clientele base? So um, I'm the only multiracial club. So 60% of my clientele is black. And I'm the only multiracial club in Africa. Right. I'm also the only fetish club in Africa. Really? Yes. So there's swinger clubs, there's sex clubs. What's fetish? So fetish is stuff like different things that you, maybe foot fetish, maybe somebody likes feet. Ah. Or somebody likes um, wearing uh, or, or toys or likes to be spanked. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. Okay. You know, it's not based purely on sex. It's yeah. based on other things that make you feel good. The experience. The experience. Uh -huh. So you have people that have shoe fetishes. Every time they're at a shop, they buy a shoe. That's a fetish. Yeah. Somebody likes bags. That's a That's bad a fetish. fetish. So anything that you do excessively that brings you pleasure is, is called a fetish. a fetish. And I like the word that she used. Anything you do excessively that brings you pleasure. Understand, and I say this repeatedly. Pleasure is your birthright, and pleasure is unlimited. Absolutely. You could get pleasure from food. You could get pleasure from your spiritual being and interacting in that regard. You can get pleasure from sex. There are so many ways to explore I pleasure. I have a question about yes. Yes. you keeping the place dark even during the day when there's supposed to be light. light. Yes. I think uh, I'm What is old. the significance of the darkness? <laughs> During the day. So for me, I, I've always been, I like the dark. Even as a child, I'd have dark curtains. Yeah. Um, even in my bedroom, dark curtains. I'm not somebody that loves the light. So this is just the look, and I think I'm just used to it so much. And, and, and that's actually a good point. Why always the dark? And yeah. I think it's just because I'm so comfortable. And that is actually something that you should look into. Because when you like something, there has to be another aspect to why you enjoy the dark. Mm -hmm. Is it where you hide? Is it where you feel safe? Mm -hmm. Is it maybe the way you cope with life? Mm -hmm. There's always a reason why people do things the way they do. Why do you and that's like actually a very, very yeah. good question. Sex is always been done in the dark. In the dark, because we don't want to see the stretch marks and cellulites and Alice. <laughs> do you care about stretch marks, Dad, as men? Stretch marks. Stretch marks on women, do you care about? Well, I know stretch marks. Yeah, but do men, do men get turned off by stretch marks? Have you ever been turned I, I, off by mom's stretch marks? I don't know, uh, but stretch marks to me signify the nature of your skin. Oh, that is beautiful. 
You're so lucky. That is beautiful. Well said. You're I think lucky. You're blessed. Most people, sorry, love. Most people, we're so ashamed of ourselves in so many ways. We're not happy with us. We're not happy the way our tummy looks, our feet. You can have the sexiest body, but you will always feel like something. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that is us. And when it's in the dark, you're not hiding from your partner. You're literally actually hiding from yourself. Yes, this is true. true. This is you very know? true. Because you that's don't true. like the it. The word would be inhibition, right? There we go. You are trapped in your inhibitions, and that is why most sex counselors, sexologists, and so forth will tell you, learn to lose your inhibition. Get comfortable completely with yourself. That's why I masturbate. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so this is where all our, our live performances happen. Um, I used to sing professionally many moons ago. Uh -huh. So we do shows here, we do musicals. So it's not just come and it's a sex party or whatever. It's really a group of people connecting. It's music, it's a show, it's whatever. And then if you want to, it's consensual. If you want to, there's no pressure. You can then go play or you can be with your partner or do stuff. But there's really no pressure. It is the most, it's the safest venue to have or space to be in. So it is an entertainment hub exactly. for those that want to be entertained and yet still have the gap to explore their sexual well pulses. In the dungeon here, music, everything else, if a couple wants to be private, how do you deal with it? Actually, I have the perfect thing for you. So you can play here, but then also we have spaces where you can be private uh. and we cater for voyeurism. So maybe if you want to be watched, do you want to come with me? A hundred percent. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> You're surprising me. I'm like, the questions. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you want to be private? <laughs> Is this the voyeur room? Yes. Is this a two-way mirror? No, it's not. No. Two-way window? So you can see who's watching you, but the nice thing about this is that if you're still a bit shy, you can do it so that just you got the peep, they can peep, ah. but they don't have to see completely. Ah. But if you're really brave and you want to be watched, you can go there. All the way open. All the way. But if maybe you're really not comfortable, you can then close it completely and you can have that privacy with your partner. So all the rooms have everything in it. Wow. You see? Are you, are you a little, is there a little exhibitionist in you, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> your Daddy's ready. I know, that's, I want you to open Oh, that's a little bondage chair. So I can, no, sit, 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 sit. You might, my, 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 my. Well, sit like this, like a chair. You sit like that and then you put your hand up there. Yeah. And you can put your hand, and your girl can dance for you, and she can have a little fun yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. And you see, tell my love, you're naked. <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I knew there was something yes. here with these two. <laughs> oh my you God! You've unleashed the dragon now. I'm 
even surprised. I'm like literally, I'm even blushing now. I'm like, what the hell did I just yeah. see? You see, I, I, can, so I think I'm going to be seeing your parents here on a Saturday. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. My VIPs. I have a feeling, but this is lacquer, man. I really Let's like this. go to the next room. Fantastic. This is the boyer room. Boyer. Does this room have a name? This is the boyer, the boyer room. room. But nice. The boyer. The boyer. 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 Yeah. But what we also have is these on the rooms. So you can put maybe people to watch only mm -hmm. if you want people to watch inside the room. Okay. If you maybe want a single lady to join. If you want a single male to join. Wow. Or if you want a couple to join. And it doesn't mean they have to join you, maybe to watch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And also then if you just want privacy, you and your partner, that is how it is. Then you put it on the door and nobody will come in the room. Uh, uh, here's a few questions. Can you show me the single again? Yes. Because the single... Single man. Single lady. Okay. So a single lady comes in here, I'm with my, my partner. Yes. <laughs> Does that suggest polygamy? No, polygamy no. is if you have a relationship. No, uh, no. Nah, we're polygamy. moving on. We're moving on. Polygamy on. is if a relationship. <laughs> Wow. They've unleashed the dragon. <laughs> wow. So this is the swing room. And again, it's stuff you don't have at home. Mm -hmm. So you come into a safe venue to explore with your husband or your partner and just to to take away because you know when things get boring, it's it's you walk down the street, a young girl says, Oh, you're so handsome, you're so in love. Or you walk in and a guy says, oh, you're gorgeous. What a beautiful woman. Now, because you don't get that affection at home, you know. And that's where couples drift and people start having affairs and this. But now you come to a safe space where you are your man's lover and vice versa. And you make each other feel good in, in a different space than home. Home can also be a problem because it's the same space. Yeah. The, 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 your children are there, the family. Also the experiences yeah. from home, particularly the experiences where conflict arises. Yes. A lot of conflict stems from home. It is addressed at home. Yes. It's always good to just step out. Absolutely. Take and it I mean, outside. All the stresses there. Yeah. You know, financial, yeah. life, everything, yes. your arguments. So when you're stepping out, it's like a new place. And it's like you, a new woman. He's, you're no longer husband and wife. You're lovers. Yes. Just taking, coming here, my mind was racing. And then thinking about the stereotype of yes. me. And now when we come here, it already changes in my head and it gives me a different perspective that you are out to play. Yes. Husband and wives, yeah. you go out to play but I because think, you are not stealing anything. There we it's go. It's what you deserve. I agree. And I think, I think with me, it brings me to the concept of being aligned as man and woman, not only when we talk about your values, and this is what I highlighted to my parents um, over the phone, when I was inviting them to come and join me on this little excursion, we often highlight being aligned with religious values, financial values, how we're gonna raise our children, how we're gonna educate them, A, B, C, D, and E, where we're gonna to choose to live and where we're gonna socially expose them and socialize them. But do we really talk in dating phases and prior to marriage no. 
about our sexual values. No. Because we find that we marry people that we are not aligned with sexually. Your sexual values may go left. Your sexual values may go right. So you, one p half of the relationship might want to explore a place like this. Doesn't. The other doesn't. You understand? So this brings me to the importance of discussing your alignment of sexual values. Because we all have different fantasies, all have different fetishes. And some people are just, I would never. Yes. And then you find that I would never marrying a, I want a gangbang. Mm. See what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a like, food for thought. Sorry, I also like no the worries. fact that you brought your parents because most people can't do that. The, your, the minute you even mentioned, oh, we're going to Fetty Shaven, they've already blocked off. Oh, no, that is not for me. I would never do that. And I think for people to see this connection, is amazing. And thank I have you. to say thank you to you and you and you because you. this is what people need to see that sex is not something that needs to be under the bed. It's not it needs to be on the table. And here it is on the table. Is this sex? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so generally women are familiar with this because when we give birth <laughs> vaginally. There we go. Hey, you can pull here, put your hands here. Yay. And you can... Nice and then, yeah, oh, guys, this is where we can tell I'm 40. And they, it does not work anymore. Oh. There we go. You see? Ah. Not your hands, Shady. This is your wife's legs. Ah. You see? And then I, as the guy... Mama. Yeah. Which is nice, because men are so used to... Yes, yes. And yes. Lazy. Uh, also, yeah, it's easy for a guy. Yes, because it's a nice missionary, this. That's it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a good, you know... And I like this. I like this. Let's go, girl. Yeah, let's go, girl. Let's go, girl. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you. Interesting, there. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. There's a lot we can do and play when it comes to sex. <laughs> really, there is. What do we call it? This is the swing room because of the swing. Room. The swing room. Yeah. So this is a swing room. Uh, only a woman. Even a guy. Even a guy can. Yeah, because then I can sit like this. Yeah. And I can ride you. So there's yes. lots of ways to do it and just different. You don't have this at home. No. So it's so nice to bring that into the relationship. Just something different. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, don't want to get her to take a pass. Don't want to get her to take It's going to be It's going to be Let's go to the medical room. I think we might need some medical assistance. 100%. At the rate my dad's going, guys. At the rate my dad's going. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's a medical room. So this is absolute fantasy. Yes. So let me tell you the story of these. This is my ex-boyfriend's balls. What? Right? Yes. He tried to break up with me. He said, babes, I need some space. So I removed his balls. We're still together. Mm -hmm. like... He's not a fucking <laughs> I don't believe that. No, please don't believe no, I'm joking. Don't believe I'm joking. So I always tell people that. This is my ex-boyfriend. He wanted to leave me. I cut his balls off. He's still with me. <laughs> so every time he says he needs space, I said, are you sure? Because you know what's going next. <laughs> I've, I've, I've noticed that there's a screen in this room and there's no screen in the other rooms. Yes. Why is that? Because I do saline boobs. So you have cross-dressers and you have uh, trans people that want boobs. I do the operation. So I insert um, saline into their skin and I give them. So I put the trans movie on oh. so they can see how they change from being a man oh, wow. to a woman. So I do that. I do wow. a lot of that. That's most of what I do. 
No, no, that, real. That is like real boobs. So even yourself or even you, maybe you're going to an event and you want bigger boobs. I can do that for you. So how do I get rid of them after the event? No, it absorbs into your skin. The saline is actually the water that's already in your body. Really? Yes. So it takes yeah, about, yeah. And then bums? Um, I've never done bums before, but you can because it's all muscle. So all you do is you're filling it with water and your body absorbs that. Absorbs that water. Very soon, guys. I'm a pumps are liquid. Yes. So it will be if it's if it's without uh, um, the sugar because you have uh, what's it called? I've forgotten now for a second. But a uh, glucose. Yeah. Then what it it will last for about six hours. But if I do the sugar one, it will last 24 hours. Really? Yeah. This is so interesting. Yeah. See, tricks of the trade that exactly. we didn't even know. Exactly. So that then you end up with nice, firm breast, and it will last you for your event. And when you go home, it actually just absorbs into your body. Do you want to try it, Mom? You know? No. So that's you don't. We should. I mean, our boobs by now look very sad. How many babies you know? have we been popping? And then we have all <laughs> these speculums and all these medical toys in here, and that is for for plays and that. Let me open here. There we go. Okay. So these are speculums. Let me teach you. So people actually have these fetishes. These, yeah, they have these they... fetishes. This is for your mouth. This is to open your mouth. This is for your mouth. This is all steel. This is a cock cage. This is for guys. So if you have a husband or a boyfriend that likes to cheat, you can put this on. What are we? My dad's asking, what are we opening with? These this? are speculums. These are to open a lady, to open your, like by the doctor. Like by the doctor, you go and he gives you this. The puck but we, we have bigger swing. ones. We have Do the we real open, McCoys. Can we, can we open the rectum with these? Everything. Because people are into uh, fetishes like yeah, that. Different, different. Stretching and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, and this is an anal hook. So this goes into your bum. This is your balls. And this is stuff that they use. Yeah. You see? You see? So when you, if, if he wants to stray, we put this on. No problems. No problems. <laughs> and these are called sounds. Yes. yes, we lock it. So you can. No, you walk around, they'll think you've got a big thing, but the thing is, you can't use it. Everything. Yeah, you can pee. Yes. No, just don't watch porn at work because <laughs> when it starts to do this, you're in trouble. Child. It will hurt. So these are sounds. These are things we put down that little hole in the penis. We put it down in the stretch. These are all for stretching. Yeah, so the yes. penis hole. People are into that. It's called sounds. It's, they like the sensation. They like the sensation. It's called, this is called sounding. This is called sounds. These are called sounds. You see? You see? You see, even Next these, one. even these, these are, this is for your pussy. So you put it in like that and then you stretch it open. You see, these are not as big as these, yeah. but these are all what people like and it's what crazy. they're into. And it's happening, yeah? Yes. And people yeah, are using this. They do not often, but oh. the whole idea of having a venue is catering for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody wants things like this, you have it. Yeah.
She was yeah. affected you see? by seeds. So when people request things like this, then I make sure that I've got it. Now, this is called medical play. Medical play. That's why it's the medical. So these are all called medical play. You see? Can I hold it? The one that goes into the wee-wee hole. You see, and this is for your cock. So I put this. These are weights. I put it on your dick, and it weighs your, your dick down or your balls. But why? Because people are into that. It's called stretching. It's called anything anal. It all falls under medical play. Okay. Anything that's got to do with steel and stuff falls under medical play. Um, needles, uh, uh, sewing. Yeah. I mean, I can sew your vagina clothes. I can. And then you take it out. Same with this, the, this oh, is the just, this but one. it's just a different one. You see, this is a smaller one, this is a bigger one. So this, your ball, your cock, your mm -hmm. balls, and the part goes in your, your ass. And then you can hook up your ropes and everything like that. Oh, hey, 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 please, can we leave this room? I'm getting very tense <laughs> in many places in my body. <laughs> Let's Once go this we start way. stitching vaginas, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I think they can just do a quick one here, but we'll do it later because it's not really that important. It's just a massage room. Oh, okay, absolutely. So they can just do a tour maybe when they're done. Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. Let's absolutely. go to the transformation room. Aha. Uh -huh. Sorry. <laughs> transformation room. Um, 25 to 50, 60. It's usually mostly more mature people. I'm turning 80 next month. You? Yes. Me. You can come. You still are 16, Valve. <laughs> Mama, you are 60 what now? Um, 60, I'm going 64. 64. Age, age gap is 15 years, no? 69. 16 years. Oh. But age is nothing but a number. Yeah, 63. Yeah, 63. Yeah, you guys look good. Yeah. And I'm why do I look good? Can you tell now? <laughs> can, can you tell? <laughs> so this is transformation. Shoes, everything, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Have you had fantasies about her? Yes, I like your honesty. Yes, I like your honesty. So this is where we dress up the guys, or even if you come and you don't have an outfit, you can change here. We've got shoes from size 4 to size 17. So guys that like to cross-dress, ladies that like to dress, everything is here, the different sizes. If you want to be in the medical room, you'll put on a little nurse outfit. So everything is here that you could possibly want. Wow. And these are lockers? Uh, yeah, just um, for people when they keep, like, some people leave their stuff here. We've got cross-dresses that leave their stuff here, and then we like just the, wedding right. dresses, everything. We like, we like it right when I say this, it's not like in your head, a dirty place. No. That will be a playground for adults. Yes. Yes. That are consenting. Consenting, yeah. Consenting. Mm. But even concerning ad adults, the whole idea is that you're in a place where um, you can have fun. And it's not with... If it's with other people, it's consensual, but it's not where you're paying. Mm. It's not a brothel. Mm. It's not a, it's literally the venue was created so that For couples me, mm. and I can, express, it, themselves. can express themselves. Because yeah. if you go to a strip club, it's men going alone. You go book a girl, it's a guy that's doing it. You're not taking your wife with or whatever. Mm. This venue is where you come with your partner.
to experience, to explore, and to, you know, see what you like and try different things, get out of your fantasies. There you go. Can I say, having had you say all of this, that this is added value to couples, even married. Love it. Mm. Absolutely perfect. Mm. Because it makes you think, oh, yes, we can go try that. And I mean, even if you don't enjoy something, you're going to laugh your ass off. Mm. You're going to giggle in that dream. Yes, can you believe we're doing this? Oh, you know, and you're actually having fun with your person. Mm. Remember when last you laughed together or you mm. chatted? People are so serious in their relationships. Mm. They don't know how to have fun anymore. You lose because friendships yes, somewhere along the that's way. That's it. Yeah. And also they lose that spark because they'll start looking at each other. They take each other for granted. Mm. The there's, no, there's nothing more. It's there that, um, mm. what's the saying? Familiarity breeds Reach content. content. Yeah. Are yeah. Let's go through here. Oh, these dark corridors, eh? Mm -hmm. Where everything happens. Mm -hmm. This is the pink room. I mean, the, the Cleopatra room. Oh, the Cleopatra yes. room. Yes. So we have hooks on the beds. Mm -hmm. A lot of couples love this room because they just close the door. They can have fun here. If they want to tie each other up, they can. But it's really just a lover's room, a playroom for couples. I like this. Um, it's just simple. It's uncomplicated. It's just a comfortable room for people to come and play and have some fun. And I think, you know, this type of room is very settling to those that might be inhibited, right? Very much so. Um, so this, I would most probably presume... Is the most is popular the room. best place to start. Absolutely. If you've never explored the extremities of the, what the, the venue has to offer, you might want to start here and then work your way outward. Absolutely. Yeah, because it feels, even coming into it, it feels like it's I would be comfortable, yeah. I'd be comfortable to get undressed here with my partner. It feels like our bedroom. Yes. It feels familiar. Like yes. A hotel, a cute little, you know, sort of vibe. And then from there, when the lust for each other grows, we take it outside. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Can like we spend as a couple the rest of the night here? Yes, we do. We do overnight bookings, so you can come and stay here for a night. Mm -hmm. You have the whole venue to yourself. Really? Yes, you can rent the whole. You can rent and you can sleep. You can be have party in the in the front. You can do whatever you want to. We do overnights. I would assume hygiene is a very important very. thing for a, for an establishment like this, and it's something that you pride yourself in. You have to. You gotta. Yeah. All the toys get sanitized, disinfected. We clean up afterwards. Yeah. Um, bedding gets changed during plays. So when you leave the room, my staff will come in, change the bedding, do everything, and whatever. Um, but it's amazing how, um, I mean, uh, it's probably not even something you should talk about, but people are very messy. And it, it's just amazing that we come from good homes. But when they step in here, it's like that gets thrown out the window. But it's like at hotels as well. I don't yes. know how many times I've opened a sleeper couch at a hotel, found a condom there. Yeah. It really gets gross. Because I think, sure. you know, that's like... Even in workspaces, yes. I've always said to some of my colleagues where I've worked, I don't understand. The kitchen, I know that we've got cleaning staff that is employed by the institute yes. to help us keep the place clean. But do, do, is this how you treat your own kitchen at home? I agree. That you just dump, 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 dump. You don't, you don't consider the next person that might want to use the I space. Agree. Like in radio broadcasting, you'll find studios filthy. Your colleagues just 
leave things, food on the kitchen counter, this, that, and the other, dirty cups, gum under the, the desk. It's, people just lose it. No, the same, yeah. So I always wonder, do you treat your home like this? Because for me, in a space where somebody else is going to take over, um, I'm conscious and I do want to be thoughtful and mindful. Mm. And I'm also kind of mindful of the person who is part of the cleaning stuff. That has to come clean. Because those condoms and these other things, these are body fluids that may carry things that you don't want another person to Agree. be exposed mm. to. So you must have a level of self-love in your sexual engagements. That is well said. That is really true. Because, yeah. I mean, we have bins, we have wet wipes, yeah. we have everything in yeah. the room. So you yeah. don't even need to bring anything. anything. And we'll find condoms thrown on the floor. We'll find people peeing in the, the, the that little thing, that um, wet wipe holder. Swear to God. They pee in the wet wipe holders and my staff has to. And I'm like, guys, like, we're adults. But, okay, you said they must come and have fun. And play, I, know. I guess. What can we do? I guess. guess. Yeah, but I, I mean, guess. it's just These are also part of the... Yes. So this is a bondage chair, you can see. It's got a lot of ties on. We're gonna tie, we were gonna tie you up. So this is a, this is a bondage chair and this is for spanking. Yeah. Yeah, so when I wanna spank you, so you put that little thing in there, your bum goes through here, and then we spank. But I've got another one inside, so I'll, I'll show you. Spank your ass. Give you a smack. Give you a smack on the bum. Yeah. Or with a... With a, a, a or with a paddle. So what size bum goes here? So. Hi, <laughs> man. It depends how you say. So you I'm can. So confused. It's actually because be between the, the three of us, I'm looking at the bum sizes. Even mine, I'm like, yeah. So, um, which one is this? Let me mm -hmm. just see. Let's see how this one goes. I don't know why this one's holders here because this hole is wrong. Because you're supposed to sit like this when you get flogged. Oh, maybe so you can put go. your face in there. So you no. can, but it's, it feels a it bit short. It should be a bit so higher. How yeah. they're doing this. Yeah. But this is for flogging, and I'll show you inside. Let me try sit, because maybe it's a height thing. Yeah, maybe I do maybe thing. feel you might be taller than me. If Let's I see push it. back, and I'm here. Is it for your face? It could be. I can't see oh, how that can be, because all your... I feel comfortable are here. there. Mm. Do you I feel, feel comfortable? comfortable? Yeah, to put because my face in Because all your straps are this side, so I'm a bit surprised. What's happening here? This is our bed, I'm not old age. Hey! I've got another one in. inside. Hey! Let's go to the next room. So, so what's your website address? Sexhaven.co.za, right? Fetishhaven. Fetishhaven. Fetishhaven.sa.co.za. Yes. Fantastic. I mean, if you go to visit the website and you are a subscriber to the podcast and Chill Network and you are a subscriber to Dinawa on Sex and Stuff or a respectable viewer, and you come here, please represent us well. Don't be those people that are thoughtless and don't be those people that are messy. Come here with all of your self-love and your self-love. Oh, the mirror room. <laughs> That's a mirror room. This is the mirror room. So you've got all your mirrors on that side. We change them often, so. Reflections. Yeah. And also, so if you're busy, oof, you can watch yourself. Get down and do Come, it. come, come, mommy, daddy, let's come, give you some space. Come, 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 go stand there together. Just stand, watch, watch yourself. Watch yourselves. Yes. Represent Nazo. Wow. Not selfie things, monkeys. What kind of sex is this? What kind of sex is this? They got her going. I don't know if my mom's vagina's on her hip and my dad's. Who was it? She's ready. Wild. I love it. What kind of sex was this? I absolutely love it. Where are your body parts? My God. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs>
Oh, I love this for you. I absolutely love this for you. I love this. This is stunning. I like what you've created here. Thank you. Truly, it's like a real playground, you know. And I've seen their waves of conflict in their relationship, and it brings me so much joy to see them them opening up like this to each other and coming back to the friendship they know they have. And being so playful with each other. It's it's so amazing. But this is what I say. It's what the the place does that to you. The mirror room. Now what? The chair? So this is a bondage chair. You sit oh. on there, so you put a toy in there, and yeah, you can play with somebody from ah. underneath. It's a bondage chair. Yeah. Hey, Marangati Soshama to buy. Let's go. Come through. This is my play area. It's my favorite space to be. It's the dungeon. It's known as Lucifer's Lair. Um, Why Lucifer? Why do we associate it, Yalu? You know the the movie Lucifer uh-huh. with the angel. Because he's so charismatic and he's such a a, a, a character that I liked it because he's you you know the thing it's it's like he represents good and evil. He represents such a player. He wants to have fun and he's you know, and and I like that. You know, it's um, I like the 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 way he is. Uh, this is where all our canes and whips and oh, I see somebody's broken one. Okay, first let's start with this. This is called a six, a fuck machine. It's a fuck machine. Fuck. Fuck. A what cushion? A fuck Fuck cushion. cushion. Sorry, a fuck machine. Yes, 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 yes. So you put a toy on there. So maybe your toy in a bit sample. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you want to try something different, but you don't want to have another partner. Mm. You want to just try. So you put a toy on there. This works with with the plugs and everything. And it works. And you can lay there and it just works. You just, you, you just dance. And when you're done, you switch off. You switch off. You <laughs> see? And this is, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, all the toys are over there. Mm-hmm. These are for people that are into pain. This is a spreader bar. This holds your legs apart. So when people do bondage or stuff like that, they use this. This is a cane for caning. And these are floggers. Mm-hmm. So floggers are very nice. They're actually really good. Um, even for stress and that, you hit on the back. It's like really people, a lot mm-hmm. of people are into flogging. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you. Turn around for me. Uh-huh. Turn around. Uh-huh. So flogging is like this. Can you feel? It's like a gentle massage. Yeah. yeah. So each one is different. So you get ones that are like this. You get rubber. You get yeah. thicker ones. The heavier it is. The softer it actually hits because it's just a, a thud. A thud. Mm-hmm. But with the thinner ones, it's more painful. But this is very relaxing. All you do is just do this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really nice. A lot of people are into that. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so this is all about, this section is all pain. Mm-hmm. It's all about pain because it's paddles and all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, over there. And then let's go this over one, here. This one here? That is for bondage. Oh. So this is for bondage. That is a bondage wheel. You strap somebody in here and you can turn them. You can turn them around, you can play with them. So it's just a, a bondage wheel for turning around and all that. Hmm. And even most of the things in here is for bondage, it's to tie somebody up, to restrict. Mm-hmm. Now the thing with BDSM is not about pain. What it is about is your senses. And it's about trust. Because if you play with somebody in BDSM, you need to trust them. 
then you need to be able to say, okay, if I let you spank me, you're not going to hurt me. Yes. I'm safe with you, yes. you know, and that yes. is what BDSM is all about. I see what you, you mean. You know, it's just about um, letting go and trusting somebody to, to take you on this journey without causing harm mentally or bodily or physically. Would you recommend BDSM play for couples that are trying to restore trust in yes. their relationships? Absolutely. And like literally trust lost by virtue of different events, circumstances, you name it. Absolutely. Okay. Because okay. the thing about BDSM, it takes you through subspace. Mm -hmm. So when you feel something, you go through to another level. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is like endorphins and everything else. Mm -hmm. And it really helps you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use BDSM as a healing process to the next level sure you know so powerful yeah no so absolutely empowering. it is so oh uh, hold on what is this that is a toilet why so for people that are into toilet um sports so maybe you like being peed on or something this is for you so you see and the whole is there as well are there and you can pee on them do people poop on them on, on each other as yes well? you can if, you, if you're into that. So that is called a uh, scat play. Mm -hmm. it's, it's toilet training. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, especially in Europe, that is their thing. It's huge in Europe. Huge. They're by Arab nation as well. They do. Uh -huh. A lot of them are yeah. into that. Mm. Yeah. A lot of them. She got to Dubai. See, Dubai? Over here we have... Rope. So we do a lot of bondage. We do bondage classes, sabari rope. So we do classes. We do where we teach people the art of tying up and that. Yeah. Some people like to be confined. They like yeah. to be restricted. Yeah. So we teach all of that. These are mostly just hooks and that. These are blindfolds. Hmm. So the thing about a blindfold, this is the most precious thing in your bedroom. And I'm going to teach you why. When you have no sight, you can't see, and your hands are tied, you have to imagine what that person's going to do to you. And your mind is where everything begins. Anything sexual doesn't start here. Stops there. Starts here. Mm -hmm. The imagination. So now you've been blindfolded, your hands have been tied, your partner can touch you, can play, can tease you, and then they're quiet and you're like, where are they? What are they doing? And suddenly they're doing something else to you. And that is how sexy BDSM can be. Because oh. it's about using your imagination when you're not using your other senses. Oh. The sense of touch, the sense of hearing. Mm. You know, you can put earplugs in, you can blindfold somebody, tie their hands. They don't know what you're going to do. And again, element of trust. 100%. But I tell you, when you're blindfolded, you'll be amazed at the journey your mind makes. You know, what I'm enjoying about this conversation with you, particularly in this room, most people are exposed to BDSM and these sorts of fetishes, uh, fetishes um, via mainstream porn. When you see only just the end result of that pornographic scene, you tend to not understand what it's about, what it's about and how layered it is mm -hmm. and how it can be used for more than just objectifying. Absolutely. And I think this is where we get lost in translation where people would deem sex as dark, particularly when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. You don't know the emotion people go through. 100%. You know? It's like, sorry, even people that, that are into uh, degradation, 
being told, hey, you piece of shit, and yeah. this. Yeah. They feed on that. And why? Because for them, it's healing. Mm. I can't understand it. You can't understand. Yeah. Why would you want somebody to talk to you that way? But because they come from a place where they've been subjected to. And the only way they've turned it around is to now find pleasure in it. So there's a gentleman who opened up to me last weekend, actually. I went to bed late at night with a very heavy heart because I learned and he learned for the first time that he, he engages from a place of a sexual trauma. So his first sexual engagement, he was 16, the woman was 25. So when he entered into that relationship, so this now he's registering it as rape because we only consider it rape when it is the girl child who is underage. But truly, that is rape. Anyone who is a full-blown adult and takes advantage of a minor, that is rape. So, number one, he was introduced to sex by rape. And then the manner in which he experienced the relationship, when he wanted to be affectionate and emotionally open up, she would reject him, reject him, reject him. So now what he does is he seeks sexual pleasure and then he expects rejection. And when the women are not rejecting him, there's something wrong for him. Mm. And it's weird. It's, because it's a weird wiring. It's, 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 it's a sexual trauma. Yeah, yeah. The same with, with caning or whipping or, mm. or, or um, pain. So from, and I, I believe it, from small, you something happens that triggers that. Yes. You've got a lot of hidings, even at school or whatever. So what you do is you tell yourself, look, this is causing me harm, but I'm going to start enjoying it. And this is how you get people that are into certain things. Because that trauma, they've turned it around and they're now like it. They're taking they back take it. power. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you find that a lot with people that like certain things. It's they've taken a bad experience and they've shifted it so that, that they can now cope with it as a pleasure thing, you know? Sure. Um, so, yeah. This is insanely incredible. This is a bondage bed with a cage. Mm -hmm. So you can have somebody on here, you can have somebody in there, and they could play and they could have fun and just have a good time. <laughs> These are masks and these are all our toys. That's a strap on. These are all our toys. They have just messed these. These are the. Mararisa going to a ganamar. In real life. There are certain. There are. You know what the thing is? We all fantasize about big dicks, big cocks. We fantasize. Sorry, I need to blow my nose. You know? You don't want it all the time. But once in a blue moon, you fantasize, oh, what would it feel like? And it's really just about your mind, again, fantasizing about it. But, I mean, it's not uh, something you can do, I mean, all day, every day, you know? I mean, really. So, you know what I find interesting? This fetish. Mm -hmm. Bestiality. Yes. Because this is a horse's penis. Yes. And there's people that can take it. Yes, it's people that can take it. That's why we have the big toys. No damage. No damage. I enjoy it, guys. Even psychologically, no damage. No, because the whole turn on is getting it in. That's the whole turn on with everything is to get it. You know, women on top lady. 
Rito magay marawa. That's the whole turn on. That is what makes that. That's what turns you on. Is getting that in. It's the whole. You don't even get it in. You're already coming because it's the whole thought process. So the same guy who was discussing with. I am being a horse. I'm being treated like a horse. A stallion. A stud. Is the stud? Yeah, the stud. Yeah. So thank you. This has been oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, we got masks. We got everything. We got all. I mean, all of this is just to make your experience better, so that you can try things out. What you don't like, it's fine. But you won't know unless you really try, and you know you have fun with these. Butt hey, this is for butt plugs. Yeah, yeah. these are butt yeah. plugs. Yeah, yeah. This is the... quite big yeah. for a butt plug. Hey? Even this one is a butt plug. This is quite big. Yeah. So we have muscle in the front here, yes. right? The penis has muscle in yes. it, right? The rectum doesn't have muscle. No, it does. Mm-hmm. Is there muscle? Yes, that's why you can use it to pull. It's muscle. It's open, it stretches. Is there muscle yes, in the rectum? Yes, there is. I've always been worried about... Yes. So, you know, I mean... Sure. I'd always look at my gay friends, and this is how mm. my mind wanders. So I'm not bothered. I, I, I don't bother myself with people's business. Mm. A stressful life and keeping your nose out of people's business is a happy life. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't understand why there are homosexuals and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. It baffles me. But your G-spot is in your ass. In your rectum, yeah. In there are rectum. straight men, heterosexual men, that have punched doctors when they go for a prostate check that they've experienced orgasm yes. during a prostate yes. examination. And to them, it's been like, oh my God, what mm. the hell did you do? Because it's a foreign experience. But I've always wondered. Insertions, this is called insertions. When we get to a size this big in the rectum, does the rectum return to yes. a size like yes. the vagina does? Yes, We have kids coming out. You have people that have six kids coming out. But I've never seen a poop the size of a kid. Yeah, but the thing is, it's, 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 it, this goes in. If you stretch any, it's, a, it's just a muscle. It's just a muscle. That's wild, bruh. Yes. And your G-spot is imagine the size in my vagina. Yeah. yeah. I'm in pain already just thinking about it. Like my, my your age. But a lot of people like size. A lot of people, it's the whole thing, mental thing. Yeah. About size. Yeah. It's just... It's a fetish, again. 100%. You know, just 100%. having that and enjoying it and whatever. This is insane. And that's for the fuck machine. Oh, See, that's got the hole. That's oh. where the hole is there, yeah. Oh, then. Fuck, fuck, fuck. This is long. And it looks yeah. like... A long schlong. Yes. Like a real like thing. That's what... Yeah, it's very, very real. See? Whack you. You see, now, when it has the black marks, it's when it lays next to a black toy. Because it's a different make, the way it's made. You see the different textures. I like mm. the soft one. Yeah, I also like the soft. Yeah, these are the way they make it. I like the soft. Yeah. So for me, this would almost be what I might enjoy as a dildo. But that's delicious. Yeah, nice and bendable, soft. And soft. It's yeah. a soft feeling. It's not yeah. like a broom stuff. Even like those it. suction ones that you can suction yeah. in the shower, I like the make those of ones. the soft ones. Yeah. Some of them get really hard. Doesn't yeah, no, some of them are just hard. Some of them just feel like a man's like penis when this, he's taken even this like a blue nice. pill. Yeah, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. See. It's the whole yeah, it feel. So like, this is interesting. I want to ask my partner before, so baby, have you used um, enhancers before? Mm. And he says to me, yeah, I've, I've used it, but I never enjoyed it because it just felt too hard. Mm. 
even for him, he was like, it's, it's, there's just, it gets so hard that it feels like, like literally you are a bone. Yeah. So it's quite interesting that even some men find we're all different. Hey? Yeah. Some men would want that extreme erection and some men still want their own natural erection. I love a natural erection. Yeah. So that's why even with dildos, I'm, I'm not on the hard, hard spectrum. That I find that rather uncomfortable. Because it's just uncomfortable. It's like it's a broom being shoved up you. Mm. Now I agree with you. What language you tell talking about? Yes. <laughs> it's far from me. So yeah, this is fetish haven. <laughs> No, this no is fetish haven. I do like it. Mm. No. I do like it. I had my own thoughts around it and I had my own fears around it and I was very presumptuous. But mm. I suppose knowledge is power, hey? Yeah, Absolutely. Knowledge, is power. knowledge not, is power. It's it's not like if you were to you were to explain to a person that you where you're from, gee, was are you from a whole mm. place? It's not even a whole house. It's yes. a, play place for adults. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Just if you want to go out and have fun and enjoy your sex with your partner, then that's where you go. I suppose that's where the wisdom comes in to say, do not detail your own personal intimate sexual experiences with whoever, Mm. because they might not understand. Yeah. And when they have that knowledge about you and they cast that judgment on you, yes. then you are left together to now start mm. shielding judgment. Mm. And you can prevent yourselves from shielding just by keeping it between the both of you. Yeah, this absolutely. This is what you like. That's what a lot of people do. You just don't tell other people. You just don't tell other people. Play yeah. mm-hmm. and keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Like if we come here and we're on this public platform and this podcast, I think that's one thing because now we're it's experiencing it together. Mm-hmm. We're, edu- we're getting educated. educated and, and yes. But if I decide that I'm coming back here in my personal capacity, fuck no, I'm not telling no one. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm not. And the nice I'm thing not. about coming I'm here not is that nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like the people yes. that come here, I mean, we have diplomatic, the diplomats, we yeah. have um, lawyers, we have everything. But when you walk in here, we don't care who you are. Yeah. I'll call you off. Cindy. Yeah. I won't even call you by your real name. Nobody yeah. cares who you are. Because we're all here for the same reason, just to have a great just time in a safe space. done. Sexually, yes. I love that. Yes. 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 He's one of all sex toys. Yes. Dildos. Dildos. What? what? Dildo. Dildo. Oh. Dildo. Dildo. D-I-L-D-O. Dildo. Yes. In plural, dildos. Yes, mm. correct. But nevertheless, simple language, everyday <laughs> language, sex toys. Yes. Well, I mean, you would say dildos. I'll tell you why. Because sex toys are different. You've got vibrators mm. that are so for... I do, but we don't use it because people just mess it up. Yeah, they do. It's they pointless. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, could you get a question? Mm-hmm. Is this not what the Bible calls sodomy? No. 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 Sodomy is when it goes up your ass. Oh, this is not going to the ass. Well, it depends what you like. It depends what you like. It depends what you like. Daddy, can I tell you what I've learned about the Bible? Yeah. It is a guide to being the best human being you could possibly be and take what works for you, leave what doesn't. Yes. Like I was saying, there is no manual. And I'm talking on the basis of couples. Mm-hmm. And then because what I learned from here is that this is the place for couples. 
Mm -hmm. and to explore and educate themselves about themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no manual. God let us to enjoy this playground called sex. 100%. Yeah. 100%. On that note, Miss um, V, thank you so much for your time. My I really pleasure. appreciate it. I know that you run a very busy schedule and you've got things to do today, so I'm going to release you. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're most welcome. I'm going to have a sit down with the rents now, if you don't cool. mind, to wrap it up. Wrap it up. My sexies, I'm bringing you our sex tips of the day. Uh, this is a very unique, very special episode. Um, I felt the need to explore today with my rents, my parents, the people that understand the person that Dinewa is and why she is wired the way she is, why she's interested in the way she is, um, and the things that she's interested in. And also because in 40 years of marriage, you were married in a different era. You were exposed differently to your sexual selves, your sexuality, as a couple and as individuals. Nowadays, the exposure is completely different, as you can tell, as you can see. I don't think this is new. I don't think this is foreign. This is your first experience of this sort of environment, correct? Yeah. yeah. What has been your experience? What are your thoughts? What are your ponderings? You know, for now, personally, before we came here, I was busy with my mind, asking myself, what are you taking us to? Mm -hmm. And the answer that I had and the picture that I had was women with stockings, uh, white apron that are covering kushka and, 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 and the f house full of all this funny Mm -hmm. People, I would call it funny people mm -hmm. because that's how you know them to be. To be, and that's how you would personally describe them based on your experience. On my experience, mm -hmm. only to find that we come out to, you came to a place where it's it's like a kindergarten for adults, where you can now fantasize, play, and think or what is it that can harness what you have, mm. what can, because now we are now living in, 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 in a place where we are, we are wearing mm. you only know one thing mm. and you wonder and you ask yourself why there's a distance, the, the, the gap becomes, the, 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 that openness becomes wider, especially more the generation, Yarona, especially mm. the married couples, you find that is, there's no spark Mm. It's just me, myself, and I, mm. and you, yourself, and you. You become housemates. Yeah, that's it. Mm. And if at all you know what we know now, then it creates something else in your mind that you don't have to be when you grow up, when the children have grown up, mm. and then you become a mother, bring up the grandchildren, because that's what we do. Mm. We close that gap by using the grandchildren mm -hmm. that you are Let the grandchildren be with their mothers and then continue with your life. Enjoy your life the way you suppose you, it's meant to be. And if you look at the age gap between the two, I'm still young and your father is 80, 
80? I'm 10, He's turning 80. Turning 80. Yeah, I turned 40. When I turned 40, Dad turns 80. 80. And mm -hmm. now, it doesn't mean when you are 80 and then you are 60, going 64, you are old. You've got your fantasies. You've got your thoughts. You've got as as a young or middle-aged black woman. And then now you go back and then you say, but I can't do this because I was groomed this way. Mm. I can't ask for sex. I can't do this. I can't do that. And whereas sex was meant for pleasuring the couple. And procreation. And procreation. Mm. And then the children have grown. Let them grow. Let them, grandchildren are not your children. Let them be with their mothers so that you can continue loving one another and sexing one another. That's all that I would say, what this has done to me mm. today. What are your thoughts, Papa? You seem deep in thought. When you proposed this, uh -huh. I thought we come into a sex house. <clears throat> like a brothel? Similar I, 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 would, I wouldn't say a brothel as such, but a sex house that I've never been to. Oh. Um, I've seen sex houses walking the streets, you know, the CBDs, you know, you, oh. Johannesburg, for instance, you see. Strip clubs. Strip clubs, you know, oh. those are, to me, those are sex houses. And wonder what's, what the hell is going on here? Oh. And you can see from the entrance itself, it's just black, oh. yeah. And you would, my fantasy was there's more of this black stuff that is not right inside there. So when you use the color black, do yeah. you describe it as darkness? As, darkness. as just darkness. Yeah. 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 And um, we don't have these things in the black community. Or we've never had them. In your generation, right? Well, I would say in the black community, whether my generation or not, but mm. even, even now, I'm not seeing certain houses in the communities where people are, black people are, oh, as being sex houses. I see what you mean. You mean like yeah. in our townships and yeah. our communities where we reside. Yes, we don't have... I see what you mean. Yeah, so I, I thought maybe, you know, you know, it's introducing us to a sex house that I've always been seeing walking the pavements passing. Oh. Let's go and peep in there and see what the hell. Um, I've always had this feeling that it's not a safe place to be. Uh, right. Uh, but because Dinawa is my daughter, or our daughter is inviting us to a sex house, let's go and find out. She will see to our safety if there's anything that we need to feel safe about. That's all I can say. But having been here, I, this is not a sex house. It's not, it doesn't even look like the sex houses that I've, I've seen from outside as I'm walking past. It, 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 it gave me a mystery as to what actually is inside this place. You can see from outside, when you look through the entrance already, there's darkness. Yes. Yeah, because I was just trying you to- question that. Yeah. Mm. You question that. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, the experience that I have now, and the knowledge that I have now, this is a beautiful place, actually. Oh. You know? For adults, 
you know, in sex relationships and whatever relationships, mm. right? Um, whether married or not, uh, I would believe that, um, like I'm here, it hasn't had any negative effect on me mm-hmm. or on us as a couple, mm-hmm. right? Um, but let me tell you, were it not for the fact that you being our daughter invited us here to come and talk about this, see this, anybody else I would not have, I would, I would not have. You wouldn't have come. No, come. no I wouldn't have no. come. I wouldn't Why have come. No. Be- be- because... Um, I think we associate it with a, a whole house. And well, that association, that association, and, and but because it's my daughter who says, Daddy, Mommy, let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. And because this is the family, our family, that is a family of values. Mm-hmm. And I trust all other families have got values. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that you cannot bring, take us, invite us to something that is... It's taboo. It's, 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 it's absolutely taboo in as far as African values are concerned or culture. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, as much as I am superbly liberated and as much as I am slightly different from the DNA of my parents and I have gone on my own path in terms of my sexuality and how I view sex, I still have a high level of respect for not only my parents and our family values that raised us, that you raised us by, actually, and you instilled in us, but I have a high level of respect for sexual transactions. A very high level of respect. And my high level of respect comes with non-judgment of what people choose to do in their personal private lives. Mm. I have a high level of respect for the freedom of, res- of, of, of consensual sexual expression between human beings because we are also layered and we are also influenced by different experiences that range from traumatic experiences to fantasy and fetish experiences. We've all been exposed to ourselves as human beings and how we navigate so differently that I find it hard to be judgmental. Mm. I I can't be judgmental towards sexual expression. And I refuse to be. Adding on to the values that have been instilled in me by you and mom, I've instilled in myself that value, that if it confuses you and makes you feel uncomfortable, Rather ask Mm. and seek knowledge Mm. than judge. Mm. It's like traveling. We were talking outside. It's like traveling. It's important to travel. It's important to socialize yourself to different cultures, different people, different parts of the world. Mm. So, and for me, that's humbling. It's very humbling. To be able to understand a person's sexual traumas and why they move the way they move, to be able to understand how people relate to each other. I mean, you've been married for how many years? For 40 plus, it's more than 40 years, actually. If you're not knocking on 46, 47, I could be wrong. Just over 40. Just over 40. I've seen so many different seasons of my parents' marriage, right? I used to judge you. I used to judge my mom. 
for how you might interact with each other, for how you might resolve conflict, for how you might get yourselves into conflict. But seeing your bounce back towards each other time and time again, that's also humbling, you know? It's humbling and I think that is why my respect for how people relate and my respect for people's personal choices, because I could have looked at you and said, but why not divorce? Mm. In all these seasons you've gone through. But if I am not a student in my own parents' journey, then I'll be very judgmental on the outside and I'll be very judgmental to myself. Mm. Because you will not understand their why. You are not assigned to their why. Mm. Their marriage is their assignment. Mm. Your marriage was your assignment. They make decisions for their own assignment. You made a decision for your, for your assignment. So there's that level of respect that I move with. And I'm so glad that I experienced this with you because it's also my first time in a space like this. As liberated as I am, I've never been into a space like this. And it makes me think of a, 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 um, a syndrome that I've coined now recently following a conflict that I experienced with my own partner. And it was not a pleasant conflict. And at the end of that conflict, we both came back to each other. We bounced back to our assignment of our relationship. And we made a decision that Sizokola and talk about it in a healthy way. And when we were discussing our conflict in a healthy way, now outside of the rage, which I've also learned from you and uh, uh, Baba, you know, the conflict is sometimes in a long magaz. Mara, at the end of the day, as a case study, you are a beautiful thing to learn from. You're a beautiful thing to observe because there's resilience in your assignment. There's mastering forgiveness in your assignment. There's all these principles and these beautiful values. Now, I don't know your assignment in each other's lives where your sexual life is concerned because that's where the boundary has been set for me. Mm. That you may get involved once in a while in your parents' assignment because and sometimes I get invited, sometimes I just find myself in it. So when it comes to sexuality, there's a boundary mm -hmm. that I've always been longing to cross with my parents, but not in a distasteful manner, not in a knowing your finer details, but just in knowing the return to intimacy post-conflict. Because some never return. Some may back on and forgive the conflict, but they never return to the friendship. They never return to the intimacy. They have forgiven for selfish reasons. They have not forgiven for the reasons of their community and their assignment in their relationship. So for me, this syndrome that I've coined this week recently is post-romantic conflict shame. I call it pricks. Because when we are in conflict, we have a tendency to be pricks towards one another. And the punishment of that is to, be in, and is to carry the, the burden of pricks, post-romantic conflict shame. In all the seasons of conflict that you've had, watching you play in these different rooms and you are exploring it for the first time, all of these rooms could have been triggers for things you have denied yourself or denied each other in your journey. Mm. Maybe you've got sexual traumas by virtue of rejecting each other through your conflict and your waves of those seasons, right? Because we also develop sexual traumas from things like that. Mm. How do you return 
through forgiveness, to friendship, and to intimacy, so you may still be this playful and still be this open as man and woman, man and wife. And this is advice that I would like you to share with my people. And if you've ever felt that post-romantic conflict shame, where you feel so ashamed of yourself, your behavior, the tone that you use, the words that you use, the things that you may have done or not done, in the moment of conflict that drove you apart, and how do you forgive yourself from that shame and release yourself from that romantic conflict shame and come back to being as playful as you were? Because us young people are struggling. We are struggling. We are truly struggling. I don't know if it's pride, ego, what would be the magic? You know, I think when you ended pride, ego, mm. it plays a role. But at the same time, basing it on us is when you fight as a couple, fight with respect. Don't forget that you still respect and love that person. You can throw your toys and say whatever words you want to do, you want to say, but at the end of the day, there's a limit of respect. And in that limit of respect, and you find sometimes it happens that you have just gone into this fight mm. and that fight, it ends up being the one that brings you back together. And you were not together all along. Mm. You were just doing you and doing me and, 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 and. But at the end of the day, that trigger, yeah, that fight, then it becomes the one that brings you together. You've got something to talk about. You've got something to, to look at and see how it happens, why, how. We don't say blames. No, you don't do the blame game. We want to know how. How did we let it to go that far? Mm. And then at the end of the day, then the sex and uh, arousal comes in there because you will end up hugging one another to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then at the end of the day, then you back to normal. And in that moment, it's a moment whereby now you want to be intimate mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. because you fought with respect. Mm -hmm. If at all you don't fight with this respect, it's, it becomes a problem. And if at all also the rejection whereby either party rejects the other, mm -hmm. And you can see her body language. You can see her facial expression. Mm -hmm. You pull off. Mm -hmm. Stay away. Either me, I'm not ready to forgive yet. I'm still stuck in what happened. Yeah. Or hubby is not ready yet. You've got the right to just pull away. Continue with the distance. But that distance, that distance will be a distance of love and respect. Mm. It will not be a distance here, F word and mm. S word, mm. F word and I don't give you food. I'm not going to clean your room. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. It's you continue with the day-to-day -day life as if nothing has happened. Mm. But the minute you break the union, and the things that you normally do on daily basis together, then 
it's a fight. Mm. It's no longer... It's war. It's a war. It's a toxic war. It's toxic. And now it builds. Mm. Whatever you say, I'm going to counteract. Whatever you say is going to counteract. Mm -hmm. Now we found that there are a couple friends of ours whereby there's no way forward. We always have a way forward. Always have a way forward. We don't... Yes, we can sleep. But... Something is going to pull us back together mm. because we fought with dignity and respect. Mm. And then if you fight Ka Burafion, Stratmate, then I'm telling you, the next thing that comes is a divorce. Sure. Father. Yeah. How does a man come back? You know, marriage. <clears throat> is a relationship, as we know, that binds couples together oh. for a very specific reason that is godly, oh. to have a family, to build a family, and so that then the family will then cater for values, oh. right, that are necessary for the children that will be all the part, the members of the family that will be there could be children or, or other members of some relatives who can come and stay with you. And a home has got to have values, right? And th those values put us together, bind us together. And they are not just values for nothing. And that does not mean that when you have a family and you are in a relationship of marriage, there would not be problems. Problems are human and they are human-based, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Now, what is important is that when there's conflict, as in our case, like any other family anywhere, conflict does not necessarily mean destroy. It doesn't mean that. It means something is not going right somewhere. And as something is not going right somewhere within the family, we, 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 you, you, you've got to take cognizance of that fact that something is going wrong and it needs to be looked at. Therefore, and the only time it can be looked at and therefore resolved, it is when we have cooled down. You see? Now, it's because people cannot just fight forever. If people fight for too long and they don't have a break, there is no a stop in time during the fight, then something is terribly wrong. Then it means even the, the couple as such came into this relationship or into marriage by error. You see, because nothing can be without a mistake. And mistakes must be fixed. So, and mistakes are challenges. Right, so our fights, like fights anyway in any family, are fights that your mother and I would know where did this start and how it has started. And because we've got the value of communication, you see, and don't lose that value. Even if you lose your senses, 
you don't lose the value of communication. Because that value of communication brings the respect back that might have been lost. And as a result of the loss of respect, then there's conflict. But you can lose respect, but you don't lose the element or the value of communication. Because it is communication like a needle and a cotton to sew two pieces of cloth together to make it something that could be a dress or could be something to wear, as an example. So communication is very, very important that we've got to revisit. Your mother and I have a talent, have a gift. Fortunately, in this relationship of ours as marriage, we have this gift of, okay, let's cool down. It can take three months, it can take two weeks, it can take a day, doesn't matter how long it takes. But then one of us will then start the, the conversation. Because one of us must, we can't just simultaneously then clap. No. One of us must start the conversation. And mind you, there's an element of love here. The love has not come to an end. If I don't know, I don't have the experience of love in a marriage coming to an end. Because I have loved your mom as a girl at that time. She was quite young. 19, eh? Yeah, she was 19. You were 19. I was 35 oh. at that time. And from that time on, I have never known the love that is otherwise. Up to now, I've never known it between the two of us. Because she may pack, as she has done, over three occasions to go to her mom. She lives in the house. I'm the new mom. She has packed to come to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I stay behind, and she comes back. I don't ask questions. Mm -hmm. Right. All over the years, I've never asked her a single question also a guy. It's not necessary. She has come back. That is value in itself, and it's an element of respect. And it means also it's a way of communication. Her coming back is a communication. Mm. Yeah, because that needs to be communicated it, in ways. It's a body language. It's a body language. Mm, mm, mm. So when, when I'm talking communication, uh, communication is, is a big element in, a hu in human experience. If I'm so understanding to, you correctly, yeah. as you use the analogy of a needle and cotton, so communication is the thread mm. that sews you together mm. back to respect. Mm. It, Back to respect and to all other values, because respect is not the only value, but respect is the key value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, self-respect and respect for the next person, and in a marriage, for a wife, for a husband. Mm -hmm. And in, in, yeah. in everything that you are saying, ahuna more where we say, I hate you, I don't love you anymore, you are this, you are that, you are that. Language, thank you. Now, language is the key point also. Use language creatively in communication. I love what you're saying because yeah. what I've learned from my current partner, yeah. and this is what humbles me and softens me to him, he always says, Dineo, we may fight, we may disagree, 
but the minute we start assassinating each other's character, mm. that and is it's, what it's, it's my over. heart can't take. Yeah, it's over. And that's how I feel as well. Mm. It's so over. that is a principle. That's a principle. That is a value. Yeah. That is leadership. Yeah, that's leadership. That that, that, leadership. That's where now yes. love will come in. If you don't love, if I don't love your father anymore, I don't care a damn. Mm-hmm. I can say whatever words that I want to do. But if at all I still have a certain percentage of love, I will always run to respect mm-hmm. and do things accordingly. And as we are speaking, we are not saying, saying culturally, Africanly, and what have you. These are English words. Humanly. Humanly. Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Yeah. Respect yourself so that you can be able to respect the next person. On that note... One last question, and I want you to answer it as a yes and a no. Daddy, this mm. becomes hard for us because we're not a Java Java, but please give me a yes and a no. Mm. Your sex life at this age, is it still active? Yes. Yes. Halala, my gang, I'm my 80s, I'm my 60s. I, by date of birth, by age, but I say right, la. Nina Nesokola. Shem, and then no, se- no sex toys. <laughs> no sex, no toys. sex toys. Would you be keen to try sex toys? Look, it's another topic. Okay. A very, very interesting topic, and I think we need to give it time. Okay, mm. no problem. We'll make some time for it. Yeah. Mm. My sexies, thank you very much to uh, sexfetish.co.za, and uh, thank you very much to the team. Thank you to you. Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. And for my perfect smile, Sunset Dentistry. Check you on the next one.